casuals told you it was Kyrie Irving's fault, right? It was Kyrie's fault that the Celtics couldn't get past the Bucks last year. It was Kyrie's fault that the Celtics couldn't get over the hump. You know, the Celtics went deeper without Kyrie when he was injured. All these toxic casual narratives that had no basketball analysis behind them whatsoever. Oh, you know, he dribbles too much. Well, no, guess what that got him? An NBA championship. He's an NBA champ. On the grandest stage in basketball, this dude displayed a level of brilliance that I haven't seen from a point guard ever. Individual ISO buckets down 3-1, um, you know, against the toughest defensive pressure that you could face. To will your team to a chip. He gets 50% of the credit for that with LeBron. So, you know, all these conversations and narratives and scapegoating that they did about, oh, he's a dysfunctional leader and acting like he's combustible. Man, anyone that knows Kyrie, and I don't know him personally like that, but I know a lot of people that do. And I've been around him enough to know that he's a calm superstar. Chill, does his own thing, goes out there in hoops, goes home. That's who Kyrie is, right? So he had nothing to do with the Celtics shortcomings and, and you know, underachieving and all these things. As a matter of fact, this year right now, I think the Celtics had a good run. I think they had their good young team. They faced a better heat team, a better disciplined defensive heat team, and they lost. They were two games away from the finals, right? But here's the Celtics downfall, and it's been their downfall, and this is the dynamic I talked about with the Clippers. They do a better job of it because they have structure flow, and, and Brad Stevens does a good job of maximizing who he has. But this, this dynamic is very real. Too many cooks in the kitchen. And this was the same issue with the Kyrie Irving team. This is why they've actually come up short over the last three, four years and haven't gone to the place that everyone expected them to, the NBA Finals. You got Gordon Hayward, you got Kemba Walker, you got Jason Tatum, you got Jalen Brown now who has emerged as an offensive weapon. I've also seen Marcus Smart out there go get buckets, but that also means he's taking shots away. You have too many cooks in the kitchen, and what this does is it ruins the flow, it ruins the decision-making, and it ruins the morale of your team on crucial crucial possessions in big-time playoff games. That's why they lose these close games. You know what it is? And I always tell folks, offense creates defense because offense dictates the entire, um, you know, just feel for the game for the whole team as a unit. Here's what the Celtics offense is, though. They do a wonderful job of moving the ball, but they actually don't need that much ball movement. They need two scorers. They have four. Gordon Hayward's still trying to prove himself after that angle injury. Not to us, but to himself. He's a competitor. He's a guy that led a team before, put up 20-plus a game. Kemba Walker is a guy that put up 25-30 in his career, had a 60-piece last year. One of the coldest guards in the game. Absolute hooper, right? Jason Tatum has emerged as a young NBA superstar uh, and a future face of the league. First-time All-Star. Got compared to Kobe. He's nice. Everyone knows he's nice. He wants to maximize his prime and have monster individual seasons and playoff performances. Jalen Brown all of a sudden gets nice. He can dance on you a little bit. He can break a guy down. He can create. He can cook. Now he wants to explore his bag. Marcus Smart, I've seen him. He's a dog, but offensively he gets going and he gets trigger happy at times. And this takes away shots from those guys. You see what happens? What, what, you know what the most fulfilling thing in basketball is? It's getting a bucket. When you get a bucket, you know what you do? You run back and play defense. You play your ass off. You could be the worst defensive player, but you lock in and you put in an effort. You make that rotation. Your feet are firing. You're calling out, you're talking on defense, you know, you're moving, all those things. You're playing hard, you're crashing the boards, but it started with a bucket. So when the Celtics have four, five, six possessions go by where they don't get a bucket, and then you know what you get? You got three guys that are scorers, and potentially Marcus Smart too, running back on off, running back on defense, thinking, oh, fuck, that should have gone to me. Oh, shit, I should have shot that. Oh, Jason should have passed that to me. 
damn, I should have took that. I wish I, should, I wish I didn't give up the ball that time. They're never going to say these things in public. But when Marcus Smart has those, um, you know, reported attacks in the locker room where he's going off, yeah, it ain't because of defensive rotations. It's the frustration from offense. These confused possessions lead to a lack of defensive effort. But not only, not just an effort, they have the effort. But what happens is you miss assignments. Brad Stevens requires you to do a lot defensively as an individual. He requires you to angle yourself a certain way. He does great defense. He has great defensive schemes, but he gives a lot of guys a lot of assignments, it seems like. And what happens when they don't have their way offensively, they fall apart on that. You have hiccups defensively now. But it all starts with the offense. These guys have too many scorers. Jalen emerged as a scorer. Now, what they got to do is you got Kemba, Jason, uh, Jalen, and Gordon, who they don't know whose time it is. Jason feels like it's his time. At least that's what marketing says. But now Jalen feels like he could beat his man. Gordon's like, let me see if I could do this still. Kemba's like, I've been doing this for eight, nine years. Who can stop me? Let's see. Now, possessions go by in the clutch and the, down the stretch where you don't have a set go-to guy in a closer. This is why the Nuggets did well this year and the Lakers did well this year. You know, they have two guys that take up the chunk of the offense and everyone knows the ball is going to them. You have, and look at Michael Porter. He was frustrated, right? But Michael Porter was forced to kind of stay in his lane, right? And because, yo, Jamal Murray is established as a scorer. Jokic is the big man. We run through them. Who do the who do the Celtics really run through? They have possessions where they don't run through Jason because the Jalen just takes their Kemba. And I understand their frustration. These guys all got max money, but they want to maximize their prime. They want to prove to themselves, especially Jason and Jalen, Young guys, they want to establish themselves as superstars in the league. These are the years to do it, right? You have like a short window to establish yourself as a megastar. It's these big-time playoff games where you want to do it. So now what they need to do is they need to carve out roles. So Danny Ainge got to understand, number one, this ain't the 08 Celtics where you got them at the end of their prime, right? Where you got them at the end of their prime and um, KG, Pierce, and Ray are just going to sacrifice for the greater good of the team in a slow half-court game, they'll put up 18, 19. They ain't worried about their numbers. They're never going to say it, but Jason, Jalen, their numbers matter to them right now. That's how their perception is going to be created. That's the one thing they can control, their numbers. Everything else is a narrative based around that, right? Kemba, I mean, look, he's probably down to sacrifice, and he has, and he's trying to be a pure point, but it's tough for him. There's nights where he probably feels like, yo, I could just beat my man, but he's forced to give up the ball. This is where Kyrie was frustrated probably. Because we're going through all this extra shit when I've already proven I'm the most skilled point guard ever, arguably, and I've already won a championship doing it my way. So give me the ball and get the fuck out of my way. Leave all this extra shit. We can simplify this. The Celtics don't simplify it offensively, and you see the hiccups defensively, effort-wise, all those things. It starts with your offense, though. So now they got to figure this out. Jalen, are you down to average 13 a game for the season? I mean, 14, 15 a game for the season and, and sacrifice a little bit. Because if you do, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to start that habit now. Because I can't have you average 19 in the season, and then you go off in the playoffs wanting to average 19. Well, no, those are the crucial possessions that matter, and we need a formula consistently where we run through Kemba and Jason. So you got to stay in your role. Gordon Hayward, can you be a Clay Thompson for us? Can you catch and shoot? Can you have an offensive impact on this game without dribbling the ball? I think you could do that. So now the issue becomes: you have two wings, Jason and Jalen. Jason's probably the better player. He's probably the more ready superstar type talent. But Jalen still wants to, you know, maximize his prime. And you have Kemba. So you need two scores 
You need your cutters. You need your spot-up guys. You can't have four guys trying to create. When one guy messes up, they feel like it could have been their moment. Then you see the hiccups when they're running back defensively. It's a mental thing. It's a thinking thing. This was their issue. This is their issue with Kyrie. This is their issue with Kemba. Too much going on. Too many pieces. Too many. Too, it's just too stacked. Too much offensive firepower. Then you lose crucial games. You need a consistent set formula game after game that you execute in the regular season. And then by the time the playoffs roll around, you got a well-oiled machine that knows what they're going to do. When the Lakers fuck up, they know why they fucked up. AD and LeBron probably just missed. When the Celtics fuck up, they don't know why they messed up. It's like six different things are going on, six different emotions, coaches doing one thing. All these things are happening. They still did pretty good for a team that's like that. By the way, I think they could sneak into the finals someday like that. They're young. They could will in. They could just hoop their way into the finals like this. But I don't know. I don't know about these teams that have too much going on.